Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Raccoon Express. <laughs> raccoon Express. I love this already. It's got raccoons. Yep. They've got inv- they've got opposable thumbs, and it's got trains. Yep. I assume. Oh yeah. Uh, well, well, what it's got is it's got three raccoons, and one of the. Oh, well, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> so we're t- we're pitching. There's going to be a number movies. of different punk genres in this film. Let me put it that way. <laughs> We are pitching Disney movies this week in honour of, or in just because we can't think about anything else since Disney Plus released in the UK. Um, we are doing our second Disney uh, episode in a row, Wee. and to do so, we couldn't think of anyone better and more well-equipped to uh, <laughs> to help us pitch Disney movies than Dave Bulmer of the Serious Disney Podcast. You couldn't think of anyone better. I mean, that shows a disturbing lack of imagination for the kind of podcast this is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did ask Bob Iger to come You did? On. Oh, okay. As long as you, as long as you asked. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, as long as we asked. Yeah. Uh, we were being we polite, are, We are yet to yeah, yeah, yeah. receive a tweet back. Okay, no, that's all right. That makes me feel better. Okay, cool. We got, we, yeah, we got through, we got through, I mean, Quite James Earl Jones yeah. didn't want to be here. No. Like, yep. yeah, no. it was... A number of people no. did not did not care for it. No, I'm surprised. Um, but I mean, J- J- James Earl Jones has got to keep uh, self isolated because he's he's constantly on a ventilator anyway. Oh yeah, so it's, uh, it's like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. I am surprised. I'm self isolating. I am surprised that Beyonce turned you down though. I've got to admit that was <laughs> that disappointed everyone when that email came through. Oh yeah, well we, we didn't we didn't we didn't give her a thing because she owes us money. Oh, so, uh, oh right. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> turns out that she didn't realise, but we, we we pitched most of her top hits. Oh, did actually, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Disney films. Raccoon Express was given to us by Montrif Yak. Now, uh, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, if I haven't, I'm sorry. Um, they got in touch with us on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. Give us a follow there you can also give us a like on facebook facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast if you want to give us a film title for us to pitch a film for so before we go any further uh with raccoon express shall we do some dishonorable mentions using the same one from last week that's okay <laughs> yeah the same one from last week I, i've it's been it's given me a week to come up with a Oh, uh, you see I quite enjoyed it but that's because I, just... I haven't heard that episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, this is the part of the show where we just go through a few more titles people have given us because we've been given a lot uh, as we do every week now uh, and just pitch what those films could be as well so from Anthony Wilson we've got The Cat Who Could Paint okay <laughs> L- last week we had My Invisible Cat and now we've this got is the... exactly why this wasn't the main feature this week. <laughs> it can't all just be about cats. Yeah. Okay, so the cat who can paint, but it's a Disney film, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this needs to have a certain amount of whimsy in it. So this cat needs to... It needs to either... The painting is magic in some way, or it needs to impress a lot of people by doing its painting in a really heartwarming way. 
Well, this is the thing. I like it, it. It could be. We can go one of two ways here, and I think you've hit upon the core of the matter here. Sure. Either the painting is magical, in which case this is an animation, uh-huh. um, a la sort of 101 Dalmatians era, yeah. or it, this is a um, a, a kid <laughs> whose cat is making paintings that people are are seeing as insightful and as high art, yeah. and that in which case this is a uh, Disney Channel. Um, kind of like the dog played football kind of movie, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like so the cat would, you know, it, it, it's it's just walking through paint and it's doing stuff with its paws and it's swishing its tail and spreading yeah, that the, pain. The tail swish. Yeah, it's like it well, belies a feline just, grace. Yeah. Isn't this just Toulouse from Aristocats? The painting. Well, cat, I'm not having anything to do with Aristocats, so. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> I completely forgot how much you hate Aristocats. I loathe Aristocats. It's so bad. I can't believe I can understand people like it because it has cats, but I can't be- understand anyone watching it and enjoying the experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just so like I don't know. It's just like this one Disney movie that's just like got a bubble around yeah. it that you just hate. So I, I can't, much. I can't penetrate that bubble, and I won't go anywhere near it. Yeah, um, it just it comes from me and Jahan watching it in good faith together and just being like, oh no, this is awful. <laughs> I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I might give it another yeah. like, 10, 15 minutes just to watch the beginning of. See if, see if it <laughs> see if you go, oh no. I don't think yeah. 10 or 15 minutes is going to do it. The, 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 the thing that's so bad about it is the endless drudgery and tedium of the process of watching it. There's, a, there's one bit there's one bit where an old man goes up a flight of stairs and it takes like five minutes of screen time it's oh it's rubbish <laughs> a little oh, bit a little bit like cats then a bit like yeah just en- endless drudgery yeah, and tedium. all those cat based films it's never a good idea I'm a cat man myself but like don't make so yeah so we <laughs> yeah Frankly, if I'm being honest, and that's my last word on the matter. <laughs> well done. <laughs> but that does that mean that we shouldn't even be trying to pitch this film? Maybe we should go for the. Ah, uh, here's what we'll do. Let's let's make it a short. Let's make it an animated short, and we'll do it okay. animated, and we'll do some. We'll we'll let's combine this. So there is a cat who is just walking around in paint with his paws, and he's just swishing paint with its tail, right? And at first, that's just cute, and everyone goes, "I like, oh, cool, the cat made a painting." But then it turns out that these paintings have magic properties of some sort. How about that? Can we do anything with okay. that? Okay, so we oh, we so like a Mary Poppins chalk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. So if it's if it's a, and I'm even thinking this is a silent film like a fantasia piece mm. so it's set in paris yeah it is um a a very stereotypical uh onion and or garlic wearing uh french artist sure yeah yeah um, we don't know which yeah we don't know which yeah. because it's it, uh, if you've been watching the this, this when did we? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think. It was, <laughs> that's not a callback to a previous life of pitch. Is it? Oh, yeah. Twitch stream. We were doing usual words. <laughs> yes, and, that was it. Uh, I, I said garlic. I said garlic wearing French person, <laughs> and then you both went, "No, no, <laughs> it's, it's onions. onions." And then I googled French man wearing garlic. <laughs> <laughs> 
it came up with a photo. Yeah, of course it did. That's why you Google. Google search in the most biased <laughs> research anyone's ever done. You, go, you, you Googled French gar- French garlic necklace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then I, to be fair, I Googled French man wearing onions. And it was the same person <laughs> wearing almost the same, like thing it's it's just a, an onion necklace now so anyway we're in france yeah and we've got a, a, he's got one garlic one onion one garlic one onion one garlic yes. it's like a nice it's it's kind of like a pearl yeah. necklace in that he's it's kind of like the small uh knots that you yeah. normally get yeah, the, the little... string are yeah. uh, are in fact you know uh, they're they're, they're, they're the garlics. garlic and then you've got the onions this is a bigger. guy who can be completely relied upon like whatever it is you're trying to make if you're trying to yes. cook anything, this is the guy you want in your house. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the base for a lot of great curries, yeah. uh, stews. Yep. Uh, it's, it's really, he's, he's got mean, it going on. Anyway, sky's the limit, honestly. Um, but he doesn't want to do any of that. In fact, what he wants to be doing is selling his art. He's on the front yes. of a, he's on, on the front of like um, uh, Champs Elysees, and he's wow. This uh, guy's getting Frencher by the moment. So he's not only has he <laughs> yeah. got his string of vegetables around his neck. But he's got a little uh, a palette as well, which yes. I don't know why, mm. but that to me fits the stereotype. Absolutely, he's, he's got, got a he's basket got... on the front of his. Bike. Oh, I, I bet I'm yeah. thinking. Which... I bet I'm thinking of Smart Arty off Zap. <laughs> <laughs> you've got, you've got. He's he's got an easel, um, yep. and he's yep. doing he's doing loads of paintings of all sorts of stuff, right? But nobody's buying no. him. He's like, oh, like you got. He's got this kind of like long kind of nose. That was a, a sound of French distress. That did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ennui is hitting him from left, right, and centre uh, as as he's like. I don't know. Uh, we, he's got this, I don't know if we should go as far as to insult their noses. <laughs> well, no, he's got like I'm just saying how he's Pixar animated. Oh, okay? oh, in that so, case, right, he's definitely. So he's sort yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. oh no, it's really he's really sad every time that like someone walks past his art yeah. and doesn't want to buy it, and then a car drives past and splashes one of his pieces of art, yeah. and he's he's having a really bad day. And then this cat walks past, yes. and it drags its tail. Yes, one wait of its a minute. Cans. And he's really annoyed because then... it drags it across the painting, and it's like in that first moment, it's the last straw. Like it's the last <laughs> thing that would annoy the artist is this cat smugly smearing a paint across the painting that he likes that he just did, but nobody else does. And it's and it's been kind of monochrome up to and now. And it's the like, only not, that's not, sorry, but that's the only picture that survived the splash from the car. There's one, so he's like sad, and then he sees <laughs> this one picture, and he's like, "I've still got this one." And then a cat walks past and smears it. There, continue. And it's and it's a, and it's a really like dip, dull day. So a it's like dull day. it's not exactly monochrome, but it's kind of the, all the colours are muted yeah. until this cat like drags its this paint across the uh, across this painting yeah. and then that one little sp- uh, spray like it goes right across it's the noticeable thing now about this painting and he's like no and he chases the cat away um, and uh, but then someone uh, with a little little uh, bowler hat let's say comes up and and buys a uh, buys his painting for like a hundred francs because this is set well, I'm, in I'm the thinking, 90s I'm thinking yeah. it's, it's still set in uh he's still set up in his sort of painting thing on the on the Champs-Élysées and someone the cat walks by and someone sees that the cat might be helping him out it's like I kind of want a a painting done by a man and a cat yeah. team <laughs> um, <laughs> And like he thinks it's the worst thing, but when someone offers to spend money on it, he's like, "Ah, oh, hang on, this cat." 
Oh, uh, so how about can paint? Yeah, like so. How about he's a, in the process of chasing this cat off, yeah. right? Then um, uh, a very rich man gets out of his car, but uh, pa- like pays a load of money for this one one painting, right? But then um, that the cat's back now, and it's got because he's tried to chase it off, but you know he got interrupted. Yeah. Um, it's back. It's got its its uh, tail is still covered in paint. Yeah, of course. Of course. And then a child is pointing at him and going, "Mummy, mummy, look, look! That cat's got paint on his tail. It's be- it, that cat's painting." And then this is when the idea hits him, right? He's like, "Oh, I'll pretend to like the cat. Yeah, sure, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Try one of these other ones painted by the cat that are now covered yeah. in water." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the cat. And I'm thinking that as it goes on, we then we will get at some point in this a brief montage. And I, I'm, I'm picturing some really nice stuff being done with the cat's tail because they are very flexible, so they can make really nice like sweeping lines and things. Mm, and then yeah. at the end of each one, the cat will do a paw print in the bottom right corner as a signature, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll sign it underneath. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there is there a moral here, or is it just going to end up with them them? Like, I think it ends happy? up. Yeah, I think it ends up with the man adopting the cat like he's been annoyed with the cat so so for most of the mm. film then he's annoyed at what the cat's doing but he's cynically pretending to like the cat and then yeah oh and then, and then something threatens the cat and the bloke realizes that he loves the cat and dives in to yes. save it or whatever yes um someone uh someone almost runs it yeah, over something like that when he tells the cat to go away the cat walks into yes. the road yes and then this big limousine comes in front. He's like, oh no, the cat! Okay, so so front. he sees this is covered by the newspaper. The guy gets his morning newspaper and on the front of it is like, cat artist. And there's not even a picture of him. It's just the cat. Yes. And he's really annoyed. It's Mike Wazowski. It's yeah. like, the, the, the guy's face is covered. No, he's not, even, he's not even covered. It. He's not mentioned. And the guy's like, and he tears up his paper into lots of little bits and he stamps on the bits and then he starts to point and yell at the cat and the cat like, sort of, all right, sadly walks away, and that's where it nearly gets hit by a car, and that's where the guy dives in. No, there needs to be a little bit more because yeah. that could still be him just saving it for his own financial role. Okay, okay, the cat is actually injured. He tries to save ah. it. The cat's injured, yes. right? Its tail is in a cast, yes. right? So, oh no, its, it's, it's legs are in, a, in, in casts, yeah. right? And we see him sitting there with it, feeding it soup and all the stuff that you do when someone's injured. Yeah. And then, like, he's like looking up at this blank canvas, and he's like. He gets the tail and he starts like wiggling the tail along the along the canvas. Wait, I know, to I know, help the cat I know, out. I know, I know. Right? Here's what it is: while the cat is out of commission, the bloke is making his paintings by himself, and we see him start to imitate the cat's way of painting. Yes! So he's he's putting those lines on because he's like, no, something's missing, something's missing, and he puts a cat tail like line on. It's like, no, still no. But now he's doing quite well. People still like his paintings. So by the end. He can be a painter by himself, but he misses the cat and wants to work with it. So the end yeah. is that he gets yeah. the cat his own special paint pot or something, and then the cat is joining in on his paintings again, and now that's what the man wants now. Oh, and now they're working together. They're, working they're, together. Working, they're, they're, they're inspiring each what other. What we've come up with there would genuinely do quite well. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a good movie. Like, I think, as an yeah. animated short, if we could find someone to animate that and put it on YouTube, that's that's like... That's that's Oscar Bates. That's a good that's animated solid. short. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone out there who uh, knows animation, just take this no. pitch, uh, in- including the argument about no. uh, about French and onions and garlic. No, no Tom is being uh, too forthcoming with this. You're not allowed to take our our idea. Uh, we uh, will negotiate well, 
for your involvement yes. in the project. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but Please, if, if if anyone if anyone out there knows anyone who works in animation, uh, yeah, uh, approach us if you want to make it. Nope, I don't know anyone who works in animation. I've. I think you don't know anyone who works in animation. No. Um, uh, we've never had an animatic as a as a podcast. Oh, actually, yeah. yeah, loads of podcasts have have fans who do animatics. So yeah. Never had, never had mm. an animatic. Oh. Um, but there we, there we are. The the cat who could paint. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. That's we don't do cute ones often enough. Yeah. No. no it's, <coughs> it's mainly me trying to get other people to eat people. Isn't it? <laughs> um, it's, it's not That's cute the at all. Of this podcast. Uh, or, or films where we pretend Danny DeVito is a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try and pass him off as a child. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, from my waste of talent, we've got the duality of crab. Right. <laughs> okay. The du- duality of crab. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot from My Wish to Talent this week uh, that you can consider <laughs> sort of isolation madness. Um, uh, those are the ones I love best, to be honest. Yeah. I might go back through the thread and look at them after this. Um, yeah. So just did, did, they did make me laugh, all the, all the suggestions. This one, I think, was the, was the most workable. The duality um, of crab. So what are, yeah. the two, what are the two sides of crab, then? It's, uh, it's left and right, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, they can they can just walk left and right. That's yeah. what they do. Um, Whether it's a snippy angry boy or uh, tasty food, I guess. <laughs> tasty food. <laughs> so the duality of crab. This is obviously a take on the term of the duality of man. Yeah. Um, I don't right. really know what the two, like in the duality of man, what are the two things. Uh, I'm gonna Google this. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do some research for this pitch. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming good and good and evil probably. The um, only thing I know about the, thing. the only thing I know about the duality of man is that like, uh, most people say that that is the theme of Jekyll and Hyde. Yes, but the film X Men Origins argues that it isn't the theme of uh, Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's the duality of human nature, which is good and <sighs> evil. Every man has a good and evil in it. Every is that it? Has a, okay. Yeah. That's, That's it. rubbish. So every crab could be a snippy angry boy or tasty food. Yeah, there you go. There we go. That's the duality there of crab. You go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, this is the problem uh, whenever you, like... Because... Crab really hosts those two places in our in our society, right? Sure, yeah. Like chompy, tasty food, or yep. um, it it's yeah, yeah, little snippy, angry boy. Little snippy, angry boy. Yeah. Now, the problem with that, of course, being um, we don't we can't make yet another film about food that wants to be eaten. No, we can't. Okay, how about this? I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna reach a compromise. How about this? A crab called Dr. Krabkenstein, right? Because this crab is a doctor. Right. He has... And, and now, this isn't going to be a Frankenstein. It's just that that was the closest I could come to a doctor name with crab in it. So I'm open to suggestion for the crab's name. Now but... It works. He has created a potion, right? And he tests it on himself. And when he drinks the potion, it turns him into food crab. And that's the end, because someone eats him. <laughs> <laughs> He drinks the potion and immediately he's been boiled and salted to a tea. 
Yeah, that, that's what it is. L- well, what if he lemon... becomes a chef? Like, what if... Ah, like, it, well, it's, it's a bit it's... ratatouille, though, isn't it? A little bit ratatouille, but... It, but it... we don't eat rats. But this is we the do thing. eat crabs. <laughs> this is the thing, right? It's like, he's now out in the out in the sea, hunting down fish to put in a pot. Right. <laughs> and he's going to make... Go out there. He's a monster, and he's going to go out there like... he's. People are going missing, right? <laughs> so Dr. Krabkenstein is like a very helpful and, and, and sort of like nice crab in this yeah. anthropomorphized world, right? Yeah. Oh, oh no, no. This crab <laughs> is in one of those fish tanks in a restaurant. <laughs> okay. And he's scratching great crab recipes on like backwards <laughs> on the fish tank. So that this 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 up and coming chef who's being like abused by the head chef yeah. because head chefs tend to be terrible like yeah. terrible terrible uh, shouty shouty people um, in most of my experience anyway uh, there there have been a few that have been pretty good um, <laughs> it's all right we don't need to know all of you all of your head case they're listening um, still got a few of them on Facebook but there are others <laughs> that have been genuinely horrible pieces of work. Um, no, I'm not sure what what kind of uh, culture <laughs> culture that that sort of creates, but let's let's forget about it. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, it's, it's well very done. Much I think like that was all handled we've very got, deftly. We've got a strung uh, we've got a struggling chef who befriends this crab. Yeah. To uh, to make uh, to make great crab stew or whatever in exchange for being saved from the fish tank because this is because every day every week this kid comes and he's like i want that fucking crab (laughs) i want it (laughs) that one it's got the blue stripe down its back i want that one it's like no no timmy we're not having crab stew today but i want the crab um and so like this this crab knows that its days are numbered (laughs) so he's just like right i was a pretty big uh sushi chef back in the day i had the back same the experience I, was... I i i got out of there phew yeah i got i got out of sushi place <laughs> this is like his into seventh the, uh... or eighth different restaurant that he's escaped from yeah <laughs> always by making dark oh. faustian deals it's like it's like yeah. pri- like it's like a um a kind of a prison allegory. This 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 um this tank is like a prison allegory, and he's like yeah. just been transferred from a high uh, like high security. The sushi place <laughs> is like the really bad one, and so this like this this crab is kind of like equal parts mobilizing everyone in the thing, like in Finding Nemo, but also yeah. right, also kind of at the same time selling them out to the chef. <laughs> This is incredibly dark. Like this is almost like what? a Nazi collaborator's crab or something, you know? <laughs> well, this is funny you should say that, Dave. Uh, is it? So I am glad. I was worrying. Because <laughs> uh, because where this is going is, uh, I, I think I think the the chef should definitely definitely not trust this crab mm. because this crab is gonna is gonna take the humans to task he's, no, it's he's like just, uh, this crab this crab like he makes the deal right he's he's yeah. fine and then the um the uh the, the chef's like oh 
Yeah, I guess I will release you into the into the sea crab. And then behind him, there's like there's a guy who's clearly dressed like he's got a knife and fork and a, <laughs> a, like a baseball bat, and he's clearly got like cannibal t-shirt on. And like, I love eating humans. <laughs> like, and the crab's on the phone, like. Mm. <laughs> yes, sorry. That's that's the mark. That's not my real pitch, Tom. Uh, that was a oh, joke. No. But I, I want to hear what, the, what how you. Well, mine, <laughs> mine went for a similar phase of uh, of the, the moment this crab gets gets sort of under the under the ratatouille hat of uh, of man. He scurries out of the hat, chops the chef's head off. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, by the way, releases the rest of the crabs. Just, it's chaos. In just this technically restaurant. speaking, I don't want this to be an animated film. I want this to be like a, a circa 1996 style live action Disney film. So <laughs> yes. this is a this is just a real crab, right? Like, then, like Homeward Bound. Yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah. I, I can't decide whether I want them to be doing any effects on the crab to make it be talking at all. <laughs> like, you know, should they be like, you know like animating babe style like two bits of its shell and making a mouth yeah. shape we do little or, bubbles i think we do little bubbles out of its mouth when it's underwater when it's underwater yeah. right right does it have a voice yes who voices it exactly of course it's gilbert godfrey <laughs> <laughs> who else would it be okie dokie then it's troublemaking hostage taking crap <laughs> like who else but troublemaking hostage taking Gilbert Godfrey? Uh, a, a crap <laughs> in, the, uh, in this film. I think um, I think I think that the end of this film is like um we we kind of cut away from this hostage situation with the crab being on the phone. Um and uh like <laughs> then like we kind of fade to black and then fade up on the crab in a in a little tank of water in the White House Oval Office. Uh, <laughs> and he just, and he taps his claw twice on the desk. It's, it's the weirdest mix of Ratatouille, Die Hard, and Planet of the Apes. It's... <laughs> the duality of crap. <laughs> this crab, this is a fairly single-minded crab so far. Yeah. Because crabs can live forever, I think. Is that lobsters? <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Um, Hang bees, on. Bees have secret knives, I think. I'm looking this up. Because <laughs> if it's true, then the theme tune is crabs can live forever. <laughs> okay, lobsters can theoretically live forever because getting yeah, older yeah. doesn't raise their chance of dying. But that's lobster. I, haven't, I, can't, I, I googled yeah. crabs can live forever and I'm only getting lobster answers. <laughs> I just googled crabs can live forever <laughs> I think that crabs can live forever I, I reckon haven't cra- done any research <laughs> I just <laughs> sort of came up with this stuff <laughs> <laughs> I made it <laughs> that is crabs can live forever i just oh. love the idea that one day shirley bassey might rock up and sing about your personal flaws <laughs> <laughs> and it's something completely inconsequential it's just something silly you said once without really thinking about it <laughs> oh man i mean cameo exists right if we can get if we can get shirley bassey onto that service where you can get the pe- uh, famous people to say anything you want 
then uh, we might be able to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Right, so let's move on from the duality of crab. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of fun. That might be one of my favourite pictures, uh, <laughs> just in in concepts. I think I think that's that, that's the sort of pitch where you recognise that there's a brick on the gas pedal, right? Like, <laughs> and you just sort of you just sort of like ready yourself for impact. <laughs> <laughs> so those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Uh, remember, if you haven't already. Give us a like, give us a follow on those social media things. So those are at Life's a Pitch Show on Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. If you want to join in, giving us titles every week uh, and you're enjoying the show so far. So, shall we move on <laughs> so to far. our final... It's all to play for. <laughs> it's Moving all forward. to play for. It's all to play for in the Life's a Pitch Podcast. <laughs> so, now we move on to our final major pitch, which is from Montirif... Montreth Yak now and that is the Raccoon Express or just Raccoon Express Raccoon Express ah so the I, I thought of another like I, at first <laughs> Raccoon I w- Emote <laughs> Raccoon Express <laughs> <laughs> this could just be a very stripped down um, like uh, anger management style uh, therapy session with a raccoon um, but, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. uh, maybe that can be the theme right that can be a, a, a raccoon learning to express itself can be like the, the character arc here um, but I think like the other way I thought of express is the kind of derived uh, one which is like delivery Oh so, yeah. Like, it, I, I kind of have a reasonable uh, like there, there is there is an ease to which the image of raccoons delivering stuff to people like in their garbage or like you know because we know raccoons as these little little thieving uh, creatures you know like that's sort of, that's the kind of popular culture um, image of them right they've got the kind of bandit masks on they've got mm-hmm. exactly that's why they got little bandit yeah, masks yeah they've on. got the, they they also go into your bins and steal all your all your, uh, all your garbage <laughs> Or your personal so information that you've not shredded. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, that might be, like... That's how I'm feeling about this right now. Is It's kind of the idea of, like, most raccoons are... There's this almost, like, kind of a Monsters, Inc.-esque world in which, like, raccoons are, like, running a giant uh, business empire, like, stealing... Uh, they are the cause of all that kind of um, defrauding and, uh, like... Yeah. Uh, kind of uh, identity theft and stuff, right? Like, yeah, mm. that's them. They've just got this. Like, I'm imagining sort of rows of them at a kind of high tech call center <laughs> type thing. They've got little little headsets on, but also they're hacking. Yeah, they're doing all sorts of stuff. They're doing they're doing uh, you know what's it called uh, ransomware, yes. all of that. Yeah, they're, stuff. They're, they're typing up spam emails and the and the typos in bad English yeah. is because they're yeah. raccoons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how raccoons talk. <laughs> and um like that that's kind of the world we introduce and then we have this one family what? or one guy who wants to go straight like he wants to go he wants to start a delivery right. service <laughs> called the raccoon express so so this is the world where humans exist right yeah raccoons are doing all yeah. the 
like ransomware and identity theft stuff. Yeah, the crime that we don't have a face for, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. it's like, it's not like they're going out and mugging people. It's what they're doing is going through people's bins and they were like, oh, it used to be so easy. People would leave like half a chicken out in the, out, out in the, this is one of the old uh, raccoons is saying this, right? Like yeah. going like, people would leave a half a chicken out and you just guy, you just take it. We got to find a different way to make money, haven't we? And then they're, they're like, meanwhile, they're like, hello? Yes, uh, this is your bank. We need uh, to do a, a few security checks. Uh, can you just give us your, your date of birth, full name and uh, bank account details? Uh, like, uh, he's like, well, sure, dear. Okay. Is <laughs> my my full name? It's 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 Barbara Wisconsin. Uh, my date of birth is 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 the fifth of September, nineteen twenty nine, and uh, and my bank details are. Beep. There we go. That's, what, that's, she just a, died. that's exactly the scene that happened. She's in, this in the hospital, movie. just died. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Damn it!" <laughs> that's the third time this has happened this week. Why do we let our patients use mobile phones in the hospital? <laughs> Why do I keep calling people who were born in 1929? Oh, <laughs> uh, you should go. Uh, that ha- happens to me every day. You should. Uh, <laughs> you should start calling the ones from 1931. They're much less likely to die. <laughs> Alan Tudyk definitely voicing one of these raccoons. <laughs> the voice of King Candy and uh, <laughs> the chicken from Moana. <laughs> and and the parrot from Aladdin. Uh, so maybe it's just the fact that we watched Monsters Inc. yesterday. Mm. But uh-huh. maybe the, the, the top, like, uh, you know, one of the family of the best criminals in the entire world, right? These are like raccoon cat burglars who steal like diamonds that just so happen to go missing or whatever, right? It's the stuff that ends up, you think it's gone down the back of the sofa. All the, all the kind of stuff yeah. that like they're, they're kind of uh, getting. And then this one, this one character, I don't know, who, who, who would you like to voice the main character of this, of this film? Who do you think, David? Who do you think's an honest voice actor? An honest, uh, an honest to God... An honest voice actor. Yeah. Who's got an honest voice? I'm trying to think who was in, like, the most recent films I've seen. <laughs> and, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> None of them had any honest people in. Damn. No. They were all deeply dishonest people. <laughs> well, I, mean, I suppose they were, because they were all acting. <laughs> it's the, the most dishonest profession. Sorry, any actors listening. But you're liars! <laughs> yeah. It's not you! Your whole job is to lie! when you say honest honest sounding voice person you go for a tom hanks or you go for a the bloke whose name i always forget and is in monsters inc as the big blue one oh yeah john Um, goodman john goodman but both of those but both of those people already way more established as animated characters than this raccoon well, we also want them to be a bit, a little bit kind of out of place right they want to be honest but also like um they they're gonna end up being the black sheep of the family, right? Mm. Because uh-huh. of course they are, because all the family's trying to do crime, and the, all they want to do is deliver. Adam Sandler. Adam, Adam Sandler. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Why the heck not? Bring him on. He's get got him... the most average American voice I think I've ever heard. Get him onto the Disney gravy train. He sure needs it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Happy um, Gilmore on the show on the uh, on on the Disney uh, Disney hype Disney Plus hype <laughs> that uh, Raccoon Express will definitely be. Okay, so how's how is this um, how is this going to happen, right? How is this? Uh, let's call him uh, Bobby Raccoon. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Billy Bobby Raccoon. Billy Bobby Raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Millie Bobby Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bobby Raccoon. There we go. Um, uh, Billy Bobby Raccoon. Yeah, yeah he's. Like, how is he going to discover that it's way better to make an honest living, living delivering things than it is to, um, than it is to. Oh, maybe like. Okay, here's the thing, right? They're maybe, out. Maybe it's maybe it's the last pensioner that he's called that's died <laughs> on the well, phone call that he's just like, maybe this isn't the this isn't the best. That's it. They 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 go like, oh, someone's just died. Nobody's going to object to us going in there and stealing all their stuff. Oh yeah. The family is off to break into a house, right? They get the high priority stuff because that family is uh, Mil- uh, Billy Bobby Raccoon's family <laughs> are the best in the company, right? The yeah. best in the crime company. And um, they get given all the high priority stuff for like getting getting into a house and then uh, getting all the stuff before uh, someone else turns up, and they're really fast at it. That's their kind of like personality, right? Is that they're they're really fast at sort of uh, getting in, getting out, and taking all the stuff. But then Billy Boy Raccoon is picking up a box from the front door, right? He's like, "What's this box doing here?" And then he he's really he he's really sort of like confused. He's like, "Ah, what's this box doing here?" Uh, I'll, I'll take a look and then um, everyone else is already around the back climbing in the windows and going oh come on hurry up uh, Billy Bobby Raccoon you're always a slow poke and then um, <laughs> come on you gotta hurry up if you ever want to make it big um, in, in the crime world and then um, he's like what's this what's this box and then he picks up the box to take it back to the like to have a look at it and then the front door opens right and someone's already in the house and they're like, oh, well, why, thank you. Uh, I, uh, thanks for delivering that. I'll, uh, h- here's, here's a tip. And, like, uh, hands him, like, a, uh, hands, hands him, like, like, a, a real $10 money? bill. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I'm going to take my family out to the most fanciest meal they've ever eaten. And it's, like, fresh kebab. Yes. Fresh takeaway food <laughs> instead but of are they, discarded. Are they, in, are they getting into a trench coat to, to order it? Yeah, yeah. They, they all they all jump into a trench coat, put a moustache and glasses on. Yeah, so they waddle their way into a kebab shop and uh... <laughs> sort of rot, like sort of trying to balance on each other, just sort of wobbling from side to side. How many raccoons do you reckon you need to make a, a suit to make a, a fake person? Because I think you need at least two per leg, yeah. if not three. A lot more than you'd think, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like a fully fleshed out human. Yeah, I think you're going to need. I'm not really sure how big a raccoon is, right? But you're going to need at least two, maybe three for each leg, and that means you're then going to need two abreast for the stomach area, yeah. and then another two standing on them. And then arm ones, that's going to be difficult. Well, that's that's, because you that's to really going to freak the, the takeaway people out because when they pay with their $10 <laughs> cash, they see this raccoon's head poking out of the trench coat <laughs> arms, just like with yeah. his mouth, just like looking at them. <laughs> yeah. like, 
So yeah, why has this man got two little raccoon heads? So for they, hands? in the mean, like before they did this, right? Of course, there's um the the family had come out of the back door with a bunch of walking sticks that the old lady had had, right? Uh, and <laughs> and they're they're they're, they're, they're old because the so, old ladies are always walking around with millions <laughs> yeah. of walking sticks. Um, and so they, they they're using them as the legs, so you can get rid of that, and then you've yeah. only got the torso right. raccoons and the arm raccoons, and then the head raccoon. Um, okay, yeah. So you know that's that's no more than eight, I would say. Um, which is the which is cool. coincidentally the size of the family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I they think, make do with what they've got. <laughs> and I think after this, they're like, "Where did you get the money from?" And he's like, "He just handed it. He he just handed it to me. I I I just uh, I I he I had the box. I gave it to him. He handed me the money. It was it was really weird. Um, and then then they're like." You think you could do it again? So they they basically by proxy with all their like um sort of uh skills in in being other people, right? Identity theft. They apply for a job as an Amazon delivery person. <laughs> so that and that's going to be the boom time of this film, right? This is going to be the high point where they're just like making loads of money, kind of like the start of Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. This is... Loads of money, having a great time, eating trash, uh, like like yeah. junk food, but that's fresh. Um, it's amazing that when you when you get it before it hits the tarmac, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like they're gonna have this this great time until Amazon realised that they're raccoons. <laughs> um, well, this is where the brand they have the head office in Amazon. Yeah, where. <laughs> there is the sort of dark realization that they're not the only. Um, I think Matt knows where this is going. Jeffrey uh, Weasels. <laughs> what? It's Jeffrey Weasels. Oh no! Ah, oh, I was gonna go with Jeffrey <laughs> Jeff Bees. Oh, I was. He's he's a giant bumblebee. <laughs> but Jeffrey Weasels thought... is, is much much more fitting with the raccoon uh, coon mentality. I now get it, but I thought what you were saying was that loads of the, like Amazon staff are just like a load of animals in a suit <laughs> oh, no. pretending. <laughs> it turns out. I mean, that's true because it turns out. This, I mean, it's not Amazon. It's it's whatever it is, right? It's like Weasel Mail, but like yeah, you know, it's it. We'll 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 workshop it. Don't worry about it. No, but I'm the- pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we could just go. It's Amazon. Jeff Bezos is actually a giant weasel. <laughs> he's not a giant. He's he's it's he's loads of weasels oh, in yeah, a suit. He's loads of weasels. <laughs> loads of weasels coat, yeah. yeah. It's not a trench coat even. It's a business suit. <laughs> yeah, why would it be a trench coat? I just like the idea of, it, of them both being in trench coats <laughs> as they both just sort of stare at each other in this meeting room trying to figure out if each one of them is actually human. Like <laughs> Whereas we the audience both know exactly what's going on. <laughs> so then they have the lowest point where they can't they can no longer do that and raccoon society won't let them in because now they've broken they've tried to go straight like this is like that's the like you do not do that right um in 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 raccoon society you do not you do not have an honest job no way no how says um <laughs> uh jody whittaker says jody yeah. whittaker who's the matriarch of raccoon society no yeah. way no how are you coming back in here into this den having having made having already made honest money 
doing a job. That's not the raccoon way. And uh, and so like, <laughs> but it's kind of like the end of Happy. It's like like Happy Feet where they like they they have okay. So like maybe it's maybe it's not the family, right? Maybe it's <laughs> um it, maybe it is in fact just the friends of Billy Bobby Raccoon, right? Who do this? Yeah. He's like a he's a, like a young uh, kind of uh, teen guy. He eventually talks his family round, his mum and dad, who are like, um, who have, have disowned him since he went honest. Um, and then he eventually talks them round, and then they get the entirety of Raccoon Society to take to to do this one massive heist on on the main Amazon warehouse to steal all of Amazon's stock so that they can deliver it like immediately. <laughs> And and take uh, and take Jeff Weasels down. Yeah, exactly. They from just, the inside, they just oust the Weasels from from that <laughs> from from Jeff under Jeffrey's um, control. But then I think, like in the end, it turns out when they when they get in there during this heist, a little bit like uh, Zootopia, um, like they find out that ah, uh, you know what, the guards weren't so bad. You know, like no nobody in this film is explicitly bad except for Jeffrey Weasels. The guy, the one, the one well, group the thing. of they, <laughs> they unmask him uh, yeah. at this board meeting, um, where every, all all the <laughs> all the angry humans just go like, "What? We've been had by a giant family of weasels." And there's one, and there's one. It's, it's um, oh, uh, it's Roger Allen who's like, "What? Yeah. We've been had by a giant family of weasels." I'm I'm going to sell all my stock immediately, and then, uh, but then um, next to him, someone goes, um, "Actually, I have something to say," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the trench coat falls off. They're and all, his three sheep. Trench coats, apart from Roger Allen, who, who is so confused by the end of this scene. And then, and then, all the walls of, of the office they're sitting in start to unfold into loads of weasels and <laughs> raccoons and things. And like the chairs, those are like little birds in disguise. The table is four crocodiles. <laughs> the table is four crocodiles. And just Roger Allen sitting there while the world dissolves around him into different woodland critters. <laughs> his chair unfolds into snakes and he's like yeah dumb. yeah his suit unfolds into something yeah. so he's just his, sat there in his pants his suit is loads of manta rays <laughs> oh just, that's creepy for some he reason he just sat there in his underwear at the end of the film as all these animals yeah. scurry off we hadn't we hadn't made Alan, we hadn't made Roger Allen a bad person yet <laughs> So he's just right. established him as a character. <laughs> no, he's just—he's not—he's barely anything to do with the story at all. I, but like, he's the last man standing. As all of the like the buildings in the city just start to sort of sink and dissolve into animals. Like, the skyscrapers are brontosaurus, and they haven't been seen. <laughs> And actually, the Earth is this beautiful, untouched paradise. But Roger Allen's there. <laughs> the only human before time. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> and, and the weird thing is, we managed to get all the all the way through this as an animated uh, film, but Roger Adams just <laughs> live action. <laughs> In, in a sort of in a sort of um, uh, space jam sort of way, <laughs> just like what? Yeah. <laughs> That's the last line of the film. <laughs> what? <laughs> As the camera pans out over this beautiful yeah. land before time. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of the film uh. in like China. It's what? <laughs> 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 Oh. <laughs> oh my god okay well that that was one where um oh, you didn't you didn't see the brick on the on the gas pedal until it was too late <laughs> you realized going down the san franciscan hill that your brakes had been cut <laughs> oh my goodness well there oh. we are there we are that's uh, Raccoon Express um, I hope that's what everyone was expecting um, and, uh, and moreover I hope you enjoyed it um, oh I need a I need a mo yeah, <sighs> yeah I've hurt bits of my face <laughs> what <laughs> Oh, well, uh, if you've enjoyed it as much as we have, uh, then uh, hopefully you'll be on, on, on the ready to share it um, with your friends. It would be really, really helpful if you did. Or are they your friends? <laughs> are they just a load of guinea pigs in a yeah, suit? who knows anymore? Um, uh, yeah, please, please do share it. It's uh, it's really helpful if you do. We're not part of a network. We're not part of uh, like we don't have any marketing budget or anything like that. So you telling your friends is literally the only way that we're able to uh, to get new listeners. Uh, and uh, a fine job you do of it too. But thank you for to everyone who's shared it before. But um, you know, thank you for you, and I mean you, um, who uh, who's going to share it in the future. Um, if that's not something you want to do or if indeed you've already done it then you could always help us out by going to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and help us out um by giving us a little bit of money each uh, and every month um and it's 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 barely any money i don't mean like it's it's you know you're, you're gonna be single-handedly fun- funding the thing you can give us as little as one dollar a month and uh, it helps pay for the all the hosting costs and all the all the general costs of um having a podcast <clears throat> Um, so, uh, and you can get some stuff for yourself by doing that. You can vote on the genre and do uh, get kind of extra pitch every week. Um, it's a load of stuff you can get. Um, but uh, the other thing you get is your name read out on the show. Now, um, there isn't much of a uh, character limit on this one. Um, so uh, you you kind of get free reign to say whatever you want. Uh, and so um, you'll find out in a mo. Uh, because we've got Brandon Spanky Mills, that serial dragon is shitting bisques all over Wales, Ross Originals and the coming of the Cosmic Dragon of Peace, Jeremy Alkayam, Stephen D. Thomas, Fingers to Hand, Prime Minister, this election is a bad idea, bisques are polling high, James Delaney, a band of vigilantes has taken Edinburgh and named it New Scramble, I don't care about Scotland, Brenda, our mortgage rates are ruined, Brent Black, 
In today's news, the Kingdom of New Scramble has vetoed Brexit, Mavis you are never picking the restaurants again, Werebisk Turner has broken free and is battling the serial dragon of Wales, Joseph Hegarty, Prime Minister Aberdeen is floating up the Thames, sod it Sandra they're here, run Newcastle is lost, Alex NSFW, Prime Minister we found Carl, he's been permanently embisculated, Glenn draw up plans to turn Aberdeen into the third Heathrow runway, Prime Minister the Queen has claimed Wales and seceded from the Union, and Prime Minister Russia has annexed Northern Ireland. So, uh, that's, uh, that's all, all of our patrons thus far, um, and uh, you can be one of them by, uh, by joining in the fun over at patreon.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast. Thank you to all of those people. Um, I think w- what we've discovered, Dave, is that um, we did have a sort of a, a, an update to that, to this weird ARG, but we've rolled oh. back like two months oh. to, oh. to, the, to the names we had a couple of months ago. And I think it's because people are pining for a better time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Dave, thank you for coming on the show. That's all right. Uh, where can people Nearly find any you? time. Well, they can find me. Well, I've got podcasts for them to listen to. Um, if for some convoluted reason they happen to have a lot of spare time at the moment, they might want to listen to more podcasts. <laughs> There's one called Sonic the Comic the Podcast, which uh, is where every two weeks me and Chris McFeely go through another issue of the old British Sonic comic from the 90s. And it's a bit of a time capsule about what it was like to be a kid in the 90s that's written by people who were there instead of some Wikipedia article by people who are guessing. So that's nice. You can go and find that. That's Sonic the Comic the Podcast or at Sonic Podcast on Twitter. But my relevant to this episode podcast is called Serious Disney's. And you can find that at the usual places, and that's where me and a chap called Jahan Ranasing take Disney seriously. And we have forced ourselves to watch all of the reimagined classics that they're currently making, and we make an episode about every single one of them, where we don't just go like, oh, that's a bad film, lol. No, we take them seriously, and we deep dive into why it's either good or bad, because some of them we think are good. Um and other silly and also we have silly episodes where we're not being so serious so that is called serious disney in fact it's getting increasingly silly actually the, <laughs> even the serious episodes are now on quite a high level of silliness uh, yeah it's all quite silly now but uh anyway serious disney is what's called serious disney on twitter and you know itunes you know all of the places you can find them i still need to i I still need Uh, to email you guys about uh a a scathing um a scathing letter about how frozen 2 is generationally important please do (laughs) yeah you guys you guys were pretty pretty flippant with that and uh i've got got some thoughts about uh the uh the spacing of time between the original frozen and uh, frozen 2 and the uh the thematic differences well I, i genuinely suggest that you actually do that because also my opinion of the film has increased quite significantly since uh, we recorded that episode because i watched it again and just had a blast <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah so do that we'll make a frivolous episode about it because we've already got in the can another episode that's your email and us just replying to it <laughs> i just haven't released it i am i feel the the angry from manchester of your um of, of, of serious business i am i feel i think you're right yeah we'll keep keep them up mrs trellis of north wales we'll uh, we'll get them all read out for you um 
yeah uh so uh, go and go and check that dave out on all those platforms um and uh tom i think we uh where can people find you on the no i'm sorry i mean uh we end the, <laughs> we end the show on um on a on a yes very clever award usually yes we do yeah uh, not many people uh well we didn't get one this week. We're clever this week. Yeah, not many people were very clever this week. Um, <laughs> people just gave us genuine titles that don't exist, uh, not ones right. based around an existing title, and just had a little joke with it, as, uh, as they usually do. Um, so I'm just giving it to Stephen Thomas, who just made me chuckle a bit uh, with, a, with an in-joke for this podcast. <laughs> uh, and that was The Ballad of Wheat Biscuscaton. <laughs> oh, it's been a while since wheat bisques were were a, were a real <laughs> central feature of this podcast. I still think of you guys. Any like the other day, I was in. The, well, not the other day. Now, a few weeks ago, I was in the supermarket. Whenever I was last in one, and I saw some wheat bisque there, and I got I got, got feelings. nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> nostalgia for a time where our Patreon uh, Patreon supporters were just wheat bisque husk uh, yeah. and and not like a like a convoluted apocalypse story. Yeah. Next time you next time you hit uh, some kind of milestone amount of episodes or something, you should go over like basically all of the episodes, cutting together the progress of the wheat bisque husk, I mean, like that whole thing. Occasionally, when I'm walking to work or something, I'm just like. We should probably do that. Just cutting all all of the <laughs> stories together, and then I'm just like, yeah. I don't think I have the time or the work. energy. No. Uh, but it would be good if if someone else uh, listening would like to do that, <laughs> and they've got a lot yes. of time on their hands. Please do and send it into us. Because oh, uh, because we'd love to hear all those all those names read out in succession, <laughs> along with all the other actual person names, uh, <laughs> just just dotted in there. So uh, yeah, it'd be quite funny. Um, yeah, so if someone if someone does have the energy and time to do that now now they've got and then it'll be so a, much to do. It'll be a bit it'll be a bit like a pitch, you know, it'll be it'll be like hearing the story of a film, but every now and then the name Brent Black goes <laughs> past. <laughs> it changed to, yeah. to Brentle Floss for like two weeks and then went back. Uh, <laughs> it's really weird. What um, happened there? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, um uh until next time, um I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Dave Bulmer. And remember who, who pitched, pitched it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did it.